Welcome to the candy shop. We speaking on things you not. Just press play and let it rock. Welcome to the candy shop. Welcome to the candy shop. We speaking on things you not. Just press play and let it rock. Welcome to the candy shop. Feel like we going through mad things. Gotta keep it real when they choose not. We gon' talk about it when the news drop. Welcome to the show where you know we don't fake this. Keep your opinion to yourself if it don't make sense. Hey, 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 podcast family. It is your girl, Candidly Kristen, and this is The Candid Shop, your number one destination for candid conversations. If you're new to my show, welcome. Thanks for joining. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back and thanks for your support. I am super duper excited to have back on the show one of my very favorite guests. She is a psychotherapist, coach, and now author of a brand new book called Speaking with the Heart, Transforming Your Relationship, Conscious, Compassionate Couples Communication. Say that four times fast. It is with absolute pleasure that I welcome back Dr. Heather Brown to the candy shop. Welcome back, Dr. Heather. I am so honored to be here. Thank you so much, beautiful. Oh, thank you for coming back and blessing us again with some wisdom. And now we're going to talk about this new book. So when you were here the first time on the show, I believe I asked you, was communication the most important thing? And you said. I said that actually compassion connection are the most important. Yes. 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 Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And now, look, you've gone and written a book about it. So let me get your podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and so let me ask you this. What gap did you see, feel, get a sense of in your your therapy practice uh, was there um, that this book is going to fill? Well, just that question that you ask, because Pretty much every couple that comes to me say that they struggle with communication. Okay. And as I heard that session after session, client after client, year after year, I thought, we're do there's something here. There's some reason why we all say that we struggle with communication. And then mm-hmm. my place was realizing, well, it's because you're not connected. If you're connected, mm-hmm. if you're connected in compassion. Mm-hmm. You can have any conversation you need to have, and you'll be able to communicate that from a place of respect and dignity and um, reciprocity. But mm-hmm. when my focus is, you got to hear the words I'm saying, <laughs> it's a completely different conversation. So what I say to all my couples is, come with compassion, mm-hmm. move into connection, and then have the conversation. And that changes yeah. everything. I remember that. I remember that. And that episode was actually one of my most highly downloaded. So it clearly was speaking to people. <laughs> so it was all just completely on that aspect. Yeah. It's so yeah. important. It's so needed. And in this day and age, we feel lonely. We feel disconnected. We're super busy. Got lots Which... of ways to, uh, you know, connect with people, but not in a way that really feels a substance. 
I read that in your book. You have that in there. We've got like a trillion ways to to reach out and touch, but it's just not um, really connected communication. So I want to read you something from your book. And I hope I'm saying this man's name right. Albert Marabian, Marabian is a researcher of body language, and he was the first to break down the components of face-to-face communication. And he found that 55% of communication is nonverbal. That was interesting to me. 38% vocal, and only 7% is in the words alone. He called it the 55-38-7 formula. So can you kind of expand on what that, what he, what those numbers mean in terms of how we communicate? Sure. We we focus so much on word and that's why texting, that's why email is mm. the, the vehicle that we use so often. But as he has found out, 7% of the information that's passed is in the words. And, and beyond mm. that, it's the body language. It's mm-hmm. the intent, which you can't get in an email or in a text. Oh it's, my goodness. Eye gaze. Think mm-hmm. how differently you feel when you're speaking with somebody and they're looking at you, mm-hmm. depending upon how their eyes are focused on you. Yes. If they're warm, if they're soft, if they're direct, if they're staring, if they're glaring, if it's darting. There's mm-hmm. so much in the energy of the person. There's so much yeah. in the stance of the person. And then the whole other place is, well, how do you receive it? And in, and how deeply do you receive it? And then you eventually get to the words that you use. Right. <laughs> There's so much beyond that. And, and yeah. what are those times you've had a text string with somebody and you're like, no, I didn't mean that. No, that's not what yeah. it's like. Oh, <laughs> yes. Because if you were on the phone or if you were face to right. face, you'd be able to say, sweet, sweetheart, sweetheart, <laughs> I love you. You're right. Right. We just need to figure out if we need more pickles or not. Right, right, and yeah. It changes it completely. Mm-hmm. It really does, because the, the the misunderstandings uh, that go on in text and email is just ridiculous. And I'm like, you know what, let me call, because you're really, that is not what I'm saying. Because <laughs> you're mixing. In the book that you probably read where about, 40% of the messages that we get are that are actually positive messages. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Like, are you sarcastic? I, are you teasing yep. with me? Like, you know, I think that was a great answer. Why yeah. would you say that? Because yeah. I thought it was a great answer. You don't have to put me down. It's like, wait, what? So we're no longer even believing what people are saying because we don't have the connection with the emotions or the feelings behind it. And so we don't know to intent and yep. email and text. You don't know intent. You don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have words. You just have words. <sighs> so how do we get past that in our communications, in, in all our communications, uh, professional, but more specifically in our personal interactions, our relationships, how can we move past that into perfect question because you because in the fact that you're even asking it comes the answer uh, knowing the fact that words are just trying to explain what you're thinking mm-hmm. and you're feeling they're just right. a tool they're they're a tool they're not the emotions 
They're mm-hmm. they're not your 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 true feelings. And so when you realize that I'm just using this, like my car takes me to the store, but my car isn't the store. And right. I don't think my car is the store. It just gets me there. The words get you there if they're offered. Okay. So if you have the viewpoint, not so much you need to hear what I say. Mm-hmm. And I want you to really understand where I'm coming from and why this is important to me. And and I want to understand how that impacts you. Right. You feeling behind the words. Perfect example is if I say hot dog, most people will say baseball, barbecue. <laughs> and I think dad's out of a job. Right. Because we ate hot dog. <laughs> My dad didn't have a job. Right. So I don't have lovely memories from hot dog. And so we're using these words that that exp- that tell us something, but we mm-hmm. don't know all the depth of the messages behind it. So mm-hmm. knowing that and just saying, I really do want as much as I can try to come alongside you. Could you share with me what this means to you? Wh- why you're sharing this? How is this important to you? How are you hoping I respond? And right. if I, oh, what do we do with that? Do you want me to respond just the way you want, or do you really want to know my heart? Right. Yeah, that's important. So the other thing I saw that really jumped out at me was the five important components of healthy communication from your book. You say honesty, authenticity, integrity, curiosity, and love. So break that down for me. Well, so you're going to have to do them in order for me because I don't have them written down. But um, so, so honesty, there, mm-hmm. no conversation is really going to be a great conversation without that. And I think mm-hmm. we have such a hard time as humans really owning what we think and what we feel. And it's very yes. problematic. Since this is what I think and I feel, it's what I'm going to be acting out of. And whether I tell you that or not, it is what I'm acting out Right. Of. Yes. Yes. And then yeah. that, that ties very much into authenticity, which is, do I truly feel that I can be myself in front of you? Mm-hmm. Like, can we work through this where right. you're going to actually support me and I'm going to support you in trying to help each other in this place? That's right. so very important. So both yeah. of those, of course, are critical. Um, curiosity, because curiosity keeps you open. What does this mean to you? How has that impacted you? So very, very, very important. Um, my viewpoint, if you approach anything with love, it's mm-hmm. better for yourself, yeah. for the other person, for the situation. So yeah. If I if I'm honoring myself and then I come to you and really try to honor you mm-hmm. in where you are, even if we're in a place of discord, like I right. want to get through this, I do want to, and I believe we can, but I also know we probably need to be very careful here because I don't want to be stepping on your toes, mm-hmm. and I definitely don't want you stepping on mine. Right? How can we both be in this though we're not in this in the same way? Mm-hmm. And integrity. That was an interesting one. The other ones I was like, yep, yep. Integrity, I said, hmm. Well, to me, integrity is who who are you really? Mm-hmm. 
And do you stay with yourself? Or do I veer because I think this is what you want to hear? Or I don't want to get you angry. So I kind of shy on myself. If I hold on to myself with integrity and, and if I am willing to let you hold on to your own, mm-hmm. I'm not going to blame you. I'm right. not going to blame you. I'm not going to punish you. I'm going to be respectful in the place of recognizing that you are someone to hold on to your integrity, whether I align with it or not, and that right. it is best for me to hold on to mine so that you can say, well, no, that doesn't sound like Dr. Heather. She, that's not my experience of her. I want people who work with me or her in my life to know the truth of my heart. And when yeah. they hear something, if it feels off, to say, no, 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 no. And to hear when they say, oh, and say, oh, yes, 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 yes. Equity. Yeah. <laughs> are you God. giving the world that which you really are? Mm-hmm. And in this day and age right now, dear yeah. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Hell knows. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So, Dr. Heather, because five of those components have a lot to do with self, what role do you think that self-awareness and individual personal growth play in strengthening relationships and compassionate communications? Well, since everything comes from self, Mm -hmm. 100%. All I can bring to any conversation, to any relationship, is me. And so I'm vastly important to every single situation, every communication. There's no way for me to have a conversation or a relationship without me being present. And so all of that is important. And, and And also the beauty of it is the more time you spend, I spend, on really knowing ourself, it's so much easier to interact with others because you're good within yourself. Right. And I don't necessarily need you to be good with me. I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily need to be good with you. I can say, okay, okay. I would never do it that way. I hope that works for you. Right. (laughs) Anything away from us, unless we decide that the other person in some way is supposed to explain who we are Hmm. if i don't need you to define me right then i'm all good if i need you to define me i'm in so much trouble because you could in any possible way people pleasing narcissism Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. the other person to recognize you and see you in some way. And if they don't, then your validity or their validity is thrown mm-hmm. to the side. Right. And it's why those two attract each other. Yeah. 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 So in your book, I saw, and I love, I love books that are interactive. There were some exercises. So do you have um, one or two tips or exercises that couples can implement into their everyday interactions to help build this foundation of conscious and compassionate communication. Oh, absolutely. Not without giving the book away, because you got to get the book to get all the all the juice. But there's so much of it. <laughs> so much. Mindful of that. That's the reason those <laughs> Till Press picked my book up. Is they said we've okay. never seen a book like this before. You just don't talk about it. You actually mm-hmm. walk 
people through it. And so I'll have an yeah. exercise and then I'll say, okay, so now, now that you did the job, <laughs> now I want you to do this. So um, I wanted it to be kind of like being in a seminar. Mm-hmm. That was the reason I created it in that way. But yeah, two, two for every single day. Yeah, and this is this is a really important one. Okay. Not right before bed, but a little bit before bed, if you can, um, if you're working like a day job. Uh, right. I would say to your your partner, where is it that I have loved you best? Mm. Or where have you felt the closest to me? And then listen. Right. It might not be where you think. Uh-huh. Important to the other. And it gives you uh, so much information of where they're wanting connection and where they're wanting love and where they're able to receive. Okay. And just take it in, it, whatever. If, if they said, when you pass me the ketchup. Okay, so what about that? <laughs> like, there's a reason why it was. And then also, but you have to really be open to this. Yeah. Have I missed you in any place? Or did yeah. you feel like I didn't pick up an opportunity that I could have? People don't ask that. And it's right. so foolish because that's the wealth of where I can come yeah. right now. Right. Versus where I can do what I think is what you need. Yeah. And maybe what you're just That's wanting is a hug. So I ask mm-hmm. people in my life, how can I, how can I love on you right now? Mm-hmm. Is there anything, but before any session ends, I say, is there anything else that we haven't touched upon that you really need us to touch upon? And the reason for that is when they leave, I want them to feel like they've really gotten what they've wanted. That's yeah. so important. Yes. So important. Yeah. And so there's that place of cultivating that energy to let that happen that is vital. So every single day. And then the other one, and this is such an important one, every single day, if you're willing, it's hard for a lot of couples. I call up the position, lay mm. down and down together, hold each other and look into each other's eyes and just mm. say things like, it's so good to be with you or... I'm so glad you've chosen me. No, what happened at the vet? Did you <laughs> remember? Perhaps none of the none of the chit chat. Really, just right. I'm so happy to be here with you. Mm. And just three five minutes. No TV, no radio, no cell phones, no computer. Okay. Uh, it's not it's not a pre sex makeout though. If that's the place you want to go, go for it. But it, right. it's that place of holding each other. And just being partner and partner together, which sadly, we stopped doing after six, nine months. We mm. just moved. Now, now we're going to do life. Right. And right. lose those moments where you would just gaze into each other's eyes and think like, are you really mine? Are you really right. mine? Like, you're and so freaking awesome. <laughs> we want that. We want yeah. that every day. Now, let me ask you this. Now, these are couples, like you said, we lose it after so many years of being together. How does a new couple start off integrating this? Like before you get to the, we, we're doing life, like you're new. And that's, to me, that, that would be the best place to start this kind of communication. So it lasts. If you do those two exercises, time. you're already going to be on the way. That means every single day, I'm going to make certain I have loved you. Okay. Every single day, I'm going to find out if I have missed something that was important or didn't come through for you a way that is important. And then I'm going to rectify that. Right. Then, oh, that part. Yep. Speak into how amazing you are and how grateful I, 
I am, but you've chosen me. If you do just those things, and if you're, if you really are honest in it, like, yeah, you forgot that I had the important meeting and I know you're busy, but like, I, I need you to remember what happens is, you know, we're busy in our own thoughts and our own processes and, and we forget what's going on for our partner or we just don't know. And then when we don't attend to it or we don't know to attend to it, what happens? The partner feels like they're not important. The partner feels like you don't care. But sometimes we just don't get the magnitude of it. Right. If I I had an audition, let's say for a, a talk that was really important to me, let's say it was on like suicide, which is dear to my heart because my mom killing herself. And if I said to a friend of mine, like, this is an important talk. And and she didn't say something inside of me, unless I talked to her about it. There's that little right. part. She doesn't really care. She right. doesn't really want to know about this. Right. Or she might simply have just forgotten. Can't tell you how many times my kids have said, mom, mom, today I spoke with Emily. I'm like, oh my gosh, how did <laughs> they go? And I'm massively engaged, but I kind of need that little like wake up call, Heather. Right. Yep. Yeah. So in in offering that, you give your partner the opportunity to remember what's important to your heart. Right. That's partnership. That's yeah. partnership at the most beautiful place. This I is important agree. to me. You're important to me. I need you to care about this right now. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm of the belief you- that it's up to us to help our partner be rock star for us. Yeah. Absolutely. Because listen, nobody can read your mind. Right. You know what I mean? We all want, you know, I don't know if social media or media has made it seem like in relationships, people, if they're the person for you, they're just going to know every single thing you need. And that's just not so. Well, (laughs) and even they do, let's say even they do. Let's say I told you that I love it when you say I love you. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still going to want to hear it. I had a couple come to me and the gentleman said, my heart broke for the woman, but that also shows you who I am. Cause for him, it's just <laughs> but she, she wasn't certain she was loved. And she said right. to him, you know, I, I just don't know that you love me. And he said, I don't know how you could say that. I, I told you on our wedding day that I did. <laughs> and he said, right. He said, so I've told you. So I oh, love my. you. Do I need to say it again? And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh. Yay. <laughs> Clearly they need to, to take the they need to know each other's love language, which yeah. that was a great segue. Yeah. When I read that book and realized what my love language I had a something to call it. Because I kind of knew I'm an acts of service girl. Like when somebody does something for me, takes something off of my overflowingly full plate, that's rock star to me. But not for everybody. And understanding that I also need to, my love language may not be my partner's. I might be doing acts of service because that's my language, but they're a physical touch person. And it's like, well, I did this for you. Why are you not, oh, not your love language? A little bit further. So so let's say you guys have similar love languages. Let's say you're both Mm. acts of service and you shower your partner with acts of service. That is still your partner's love language. But because that one is being fulfilled so beautifully by you, 
now they kind of want gifts because right. they're already got this one. So like, what else could you do for me? Right. So funny as humans, because we continually want more. Like we were, God made us with a hunger that many times a day needs to be satiated. First, mm. a, a heart, yeah. ears, eyes. And so we're kind of like emotion and experience junkies. And yeah. so we want more. Yeah. And that's also part of the place of asking, like, where did I touch you the most deeply? Because that mm-hmm. will tell you when you got me that coffee when I was so tired. Oh, yes. acts of service. When you mm-hmm. told me, when you told me that um, all you wanted to do was cuddle with me under the stars and you put out the blanket, special moments. When you yeah. came home with that, you know, chocolate for me that you picked up at the store, gifts. Yeah. When when you find out where has your partner been touched most deeply by you, right. you're going to start to see where their love language is. And then one thing that's so important, I tell clients, as much as possible, try to not negate any love that comes your way. Right. Get it might not be in your love language. Still love coming your way. So say, thank you. Oh yeah. my gosh, I so appreciate that you brought me eight waters. Yeah. <laughs> But I have a tea bag for one of them all. You know, <laughs> still a graciousness. Yes. Still ask for what it is that would really bless your heart. But right. what most of us do is say, like, why are you bringing me a waters? <laughs> Don't you see I already have seven? Like, what the hell's wrong? Like, I'm just trying to love you. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm. <laughs> receive so and, and to ourselves too you do a really good yeah. job and then you rip it apart instead yeah. of saying yeah I'm proud of me yeah 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 that is so impactful seriously so looking ahead what what are your hopes your your dreams your vision for the future of this kind of conscious compassionate communication in relationships in general, because that's what you do. I'm hoping that that the way I look at connection, the way I look at compassion, mm-hmm. the way I look at the opportunity and the beautiful like love language that there is in communication. I like to say mm-hmm. that communication is a love letter. I'm yeah. hoping to touch people and bless people so that they will just love on the people in their lives and also love on themselves. I'm hoping to make this world a, a more warm, loving, kind, gracious, hopeful, helpful, supportive place. And and in doing so, I'm I'm hoping I get to love on a ton of people. And I'm hoping yeah. a ton of people will will love on me because we all be loved and we all want yeah. to be loved. And yeah. we want to know that we make an impact and that we've done something to help. That's so yeah. important to human. Yeah. That's a good dream. That's a good yeah, bless a bunch of people. There's so many things you can do that are that are so important, but they're not that hard once you mm. look at how and why to do them. And yeah. I've seen from you know the 27 years of working with clients how much it changes people. And I just want to do that beyond the one-on-one that I'm so blessed yeah. to do already. Right, yeah. right. I got you. So, what is your personal message to the the individuals, the couples who may be listening, who are going to hear this, who are 
They love each other. They know that they're in it to win it for the long haul, but they're striving to feel more connected, to be more connected and to have a richer, more fully fulfilling relationship. Well, of What's course, your personal I'm, message. Take the message of speaking with the heart. So I would say mm. to my partner, show me how to reach you in a way that I haven't yet. Like I want, I want to, but I, I, I don't know how to get into your heart and that place where you want me to. So will you trust me and, and guide me there? How do I care for you more gently, more safely so that you feel more willing and, and open to sharing yourself more so with me? We don't want to miss our partner, but right. we don't know where it lands. And so there's a beautiful opportunity in a relationship to guide your partner on, uh, like with a massage. Oh, right there, right there, right there. Right. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Could you say it again? I'll say to my kids, you know, could you tell me that again? And they're like, oh yeah. my God. God. Like, I want more. More. Or I have to yeah. Ask for a second hug. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have another. I don't get hugged very often because I'm a widow. And yeah. Psychotherapist, you know, you don't really get hugged by your clients. And right. You should show. So when I get hugged, I'm like, can I have another one? Right, right. I Hugs are the best. Oh my gosh. They're so grateful that I do that. And I look at them and I say, Do you know how long it's it's been since I've been hugged? Thank mm. you. Thank Aww. you. Being grateful, being a yeah. they're so yeah. important. Yeah. No. They really are, really are. I live in gratitude, like for the smallest stuff. <laughs> we are so blessed. No matter you know, what in our life, just the fact that we are given this life. Yeah. And some of your listeners are probably going through horrific things right now. And, right. and I'm so sorry for that. And keep on going and get the support and love that you need to get you yes. through. Because at some point, we're all in some very, very hard and place. Absolutely. The blessing right now can be that someone else can love on you and care for you. Yes, and let them. Let them. You <laughs> yeah. forget that being human, it's so important to let ourselves be loved. Yeah. And that it's important to know that that you are important. I heard a I heard a, a podcast yesterday and it was on um Estelle Perel and she was talking with uh, an actor and she was telling him he was having a, a 50th birthday party and he was having a hard time receiving it. And he was mm. going up to everyone and trying to talk to them and making them all feel wonderful. And she said, they just came to celebrate you. You need to remember that for the other, they're stepping up because we're important to them. And when you let yourself take that in, Ooh, yes, and yeah. when you share it with the other, thank you for yeah. caring about me. Yeah, thank you that I am important to you. It's a beautiful thing. It becomes the dance of why we're here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Let agree. me show you why you're so amazing and so yes. incredible in my eyes. Yes, yes. Let me give you your flowers. Oh, isn't that <laughs> lovely? Oh, I isn't love it. <laughs> you your flowers yeah ah, that's why yep. we're here that's why we're here 
So, Dr. Heather, beside the book coming out, and when is it going to hit the the stands, the airways? Is it going to be audio? Because if you don't, if you need a narrator, I'm open and available. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. So it's going to be it's going to be paperback to start, and okay. that will be it's coming. It comes out. Um, it comes out on January 23rd, and okay. then probably two months, three months afterwards, there'll probably be an ebook. And okay. as long as all your listeners buy my book, then um, Simon Schuster opens up the the pathways for um, it to be in like a, an audible book, which nice. for me, that would be amazing. That would be and amazing. You have to a certain level because it's expensive for them to Yeah. Get. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. That's my, so. that's my hope. I, I, I'm told so often that my voice is soothing and calming. Yeah. And so I thought, well, gosh, wouldn't it be lovely to be able to speak the words to me? Um, you would do well narrating your own book. Well, and if they tell me they don't want me, now I know who to reach out to. That's so, right. That's what I, I do. <laughs> paper book, and then it will be it will be an ebook a couple of months after print, um, okay. and then hopefully an audible book. Nice. Um, um, we're not. This is we're going to claim that for you, and it's going to happen. So, do you have any uh, webinars, workshops where somebody that's listening would be like, "Oh, I'm really vibing with her. Maybe I can reach out." Maybe have a session. Do you do those? Like absolutely, um, yeah. Okay. So if you want to go to my website, it's kind of like the hub of Heather, like it is for all wow. of us. So www dot dr h e a t h e r b r o w n e dot com. Everything's on there. I'm on TikTok. Okay. I'm on YouTube. I'm I'm on okay. Instagram. So all of that. I've got workshops. I've got freebies, sessions. Okay. I have a six-week deep dive into couples communication that I do privately, which is just a glorious okay. session. Um, so there's lots of things on my website. Or if you have questions from today, okay. please reach out. I love hearing from listeners. Nice, nice. Well, I'm going to add, you're going to get to say all of that again at the end of 10K and the questions, because it's always my 10th question. But Oh, okay. So, um, Dr. Herbert, thank you. I, I'm so glad you wrote the book. I know that... You were talking about it. I don't know if you were in the process of writing it when you were first on the show or if it you know, oh. came about after that. But I am so glad I'm good getting through it. You know, I had to print it, but <laughs> so I'm probably oh going to just buy the oh. book so I can have it in a, in a book format instead of all yeah. these loose pages. They're all over the place. Um, but uh, again, thank you. Thank you for coming to the show. But we're not done yet. Because we still have to play 10 Candid Questions. And I got new questions, so I'm so excited. So you ready? I'm ready. All right. First question. Handshakes or hugs? Oh, hugs. <laughs> COVID or not COVID. I don't care. Hugs. Okay. Question two. What's the most adventurous or spontaneous thing you've ever done? I repelled off of um, a 40-foot rock dive uh in australia into a pond that was that was beautiful I just jumped off and went down that was with awesome. with a rope or without a rope you you had a, like a boat. we did both okay. okay. we were like i guess strong or solid enough and then we then, then three of us only three of us did it but three of us jumped from 40 feet jumped out of the airplane many many times Ooh. Uh, 
So that's yeah, on I'm, my bucket list. Spirit. Oh, it's it's sounds so bizarre. And the listeners who love skydiving will get this. It feels natural to be falling through the sky. It it literally you feel like you're a bird. It's amazing. After you're like comes back from being like right. <laughs> you're, you're in the canopy, you're just sailing. It, it's like heaven. Glorious. It's I gotta glorious. Do it. I gotta do, do it. it. It is on my bucket list for sure. Yeah. Question number three beaches or mountains? Oh, I love both. But mm. if I if I am to choose one, it's it's beaches. Yeah, um, that was my favorite place to go with my mom. And mm. both me and my father's ashes are there. So it's nice. a very spiritual connection for me at the beach. Nice. Nice. I de- I'm just a water baby anywhere there's water is where I want to be. <laughs> yep. You and I, girl. Oh my gosh. An airplane and land in water. And land in water. <laughs> there you go. That now that is I that wraps it all up for me. <laughs> um, question number four. What do people misunderstand about you the most? Mm. Gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure. So I need to start asking people. Mm. I can say, I can say on TikTok, um, what's interesting is when you watch a TikTok, mm-hmm. you just see that little blurby thing that the person yes. does. You don't know the history behind. And I will talk about something that's become apparent to me in a session by the person's request. And I've had several people think I'm, and literally said it, that I'm narcissistic and a horrible therapist because telling the person something and I should just like let them be them. And I'm like, if you scroll back to the questions before, you're going to they said, would you please do something on this? Because right. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So on TikTok, I'm misconstrued as not being compassionate sometimes. Really? Being like egotistical. Huh. Which don't which know. is funny because I don't see myself that way. But in looking at it, I'm like, okay, I could see that. If I maybe pick up a video and I say, okay, so this is what you need to do. Right. That could that could seem that way, but it's in response to a question. Right. Yeah. I definitely don't think you're either of those things. I don't get good. that. Good. <laughs> so, um, and I think I'm a pretty good judge of energy and vibe from people. So question number five, phone call or text message? Do I need to ask? <laughs> I love the, the voice messaging that you have on text. Yes. Yes. I do that a lot because sometimes I don't really have the time to get on the phone call because it's in between clients and I'm, yeah. I don't want to pop on the call and have the person say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you called and then say, oh, I got to get off. So I use that a lot, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely a voice person. Yeah. Yeah. Question six, what one word would sum up who you are? Joy. Hmm. Yeah, I would. I agree. <laughs> Because your smile is contagious. <laughs> I was going to say fairy, but that can be misconstrued. Yep. <laughs> Let's stick with joy, yeah. Oh, question number seven, sunrise or sunset? Oh, Lord, that's so hard. <laughs> right? Um, they're so beautiful, but I'm going to say sunset because I miss so many sunrises. Mm, mm-hmm. I sleep a lot of time during yeah. sunrises. Yeah. So, and I love sunsets. I was at the beach last night at sunset. It was just spectacular. 
but okay. So you've, you've nudged me. I'm going to start getting up a little earlier in the morning to see more sunrises. So, right. All right. Question eight. What's one thing you believe absolutely everyone should experience at least once? Deeply loving themselves and others. Mm. I like that. Very good answer. All right. Question number nine, spring or fall? Oh, my goodness. These are hard. (laughs) I'm going to say fall because I lived in New York for one year. Mm -hmm. And it it was breathtaking. Mm -hmm. Feeling that crisp, cold wind and the smell of leaves after they've mm. fallen, right? When it was right before the bonfires and all the glorious colors in New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was on sensory overload, but the yeah. smell of East coast fall is there's nothing like it. I was going second to none, <laughs> maybe second to the Pacific Northwest. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's something beautiful. unique about the East Coast and fall. Yeah. Yeah. The colors are just, and it's the crispness of the wind because they're different, East and West mm-hmm. Coast. Mm-hmm. The, there's a texture to the, I don't yeah. know what to call it, the texture of the East Coast wind that's yeah. spectacular in fall. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number 10 again. How can my listeners connect with you and get your book? In when it comes out in a couple of weeks. My website. So I'll say it again. www.drheatherbrowne.com. So just Dr. Heather Brown, everything's on there. It'll be in the show notes. And I'd love yep. to have you reach out or take a look at, if you go to the work with me page, it'll list and there's a, a freebie page, which has a whole bunch of, of freebies you can print out. Not nearly as long as my book. So right. it will up all your paper. But any questions that your listeners have, I'd be honored to answer. Nice. Thank you so much. Thank you again, Dr. Heather, for coming back and, and doing this dance with me again. It is, um, It was then and it is still like you're one of my favorite guests. I, your smile is infectious. I don't have my camera on, but she's got hers on, guys, and her smile is just like contagious. <laughs> and we you just, are, I'll just say that. <laughs> you're such a beautiful, beautiful woman. You just Thank are. You. Your energy is just so yummy and warm and inviting. So thank you. To be with you, truly. Thank you. Thank you. So, guys, uh, if you didn't write it down, and I know you guys didn't, all of Dr. Heather's contact info is going to be in the show notes. I will keep you updated on the book release date as it gets closer to make sure you guys are going to get the book. It is. If you're in a relationship, if you give a damn about your relationship, you should get the book. So you can be more connected to your partner. And don't forget to visit my website at www.thecandidshopcandidwithak.com and check out a few episodes, subscribe, share the show, and make sure you're following me on Facebook and IG at The Candid Shop Podcast, Candid with a K. And until the next time we meet, I want everybody under the sound of my voice to keep it safe. Keep it healthy and keep it candid. 